The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Good afternoon on this Thursday afternoon. How are you? Happy St. Bridget's Day. Yes, the 1st of February, the first day of spring. And it's a beautiful, beautiful spring day out there. Blue skies, sun shining, um, temperatures of 11 to 12 degrees. That's in Dublin anyway. I hope it's the same wherever you are. Uh, and there's loads of celebrations going on going on all over the country, particularly, I suppose, in County Kildare. But but Jerry Malone in County Louth is a little bit upset, a little bit perturbed. His nose is out of joint a little bit. He says, Ray, do not forget that St. Bridget is originally from Fart, north of Dundalk. She later went to Kildare to set up her convent. The media, the media, the media, have allowed Kildare to hijack this great Irish saint's name. It's time Fart. And Dundalk fought back. There's a great headline. Fahard fights back. She should be known as St. Bridget of Fahard and Kildare. It's a beautiful shrine in Fahard. How many times do I have to say Fahard? Uh, traffic was chaotic around it this morning. Of course, Bridget was also claimed by the ancient Celts to be a pagan goddess. Who knows what the real truth is? But I know you're from Kildare. I am. That's that's factually correct. Do not forget to mention Fahard. Well, we've mentioned it on numerous occasions now. Uh, it's a big day in North Louth as well. Jerry Malone, Blackrock, Dundalk, County Louth. Uh, thanks for that, Jerry, and uh, delighted to put the record straight on that. Uh, and as I say, loads of things happening all over the country to celebrate St. Bridget's Day. Uh, and my mother, ma, mum, whatever you're having yourself, sent me an amazing picture of a mural by uh, a mural artist called Mr. Copy. Uh, that's on the side of McHugh's Chemist in Kildare Town, just at the edge of the square. Uh, and it's of St. Bridget. And it, it is a wonderful thing. It's an amazing looking thing. If you if you get to see it, I, I saw an article on it in The Independent and a lot of people are carrying the picture. It's, it's, it's a brilliant picture. Um, so whatever's happening in your St. Bridget's Day, um, uh, enjoy it. Uh, I, I see that a, a cafe in Dublin 8 are giving away free coffee to anyone named Bridget. Um, it's the, the Old Town Cafe in Dublin 8. So if you arrive in and you've proof that your name is Bridget, you get a free coffee. Uh, that's good. Uh, we, yeah, we've loads of things to do today, actually. Mainly entertainment. We're speaking to Michael J. Chaplin, who is uh, Charlie Chaplin's son, about his new book. Of course, we'll have to talk about his dad as well. And he was a gold farmer. Um, in South France we'll be talking to him about that um, Laura de Barra the gaff goddess will be here after 4 o'clock because it is in my world the beginning of spring and of course spring spring cleaning clearing out the whole thing dusting down getting ready for summer all that is it too early for that <laughs> anyway uh, Laura de Barra will be here she always has really good sound advice so if you want uh, any of her advice uh, on things around the house, cleaning and smells and all that, get them into us now. Uh, Ray at rte.ie. Uh, we're going to be talking to Jazzy, uh, Brit nominated uh, Crumlin um, singer. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, uh, but first, but first, it's all happening here. Uh, we cross over to Dublin's Whelan's. Yes, famous venue, where tonight there will be magic. Uh, not for everybody, just for a select number of people who got tickets because David Gray kicks off a special four-night run uh, which will climax on Sunday night. Uh, that's the fourth night of four. It's the 4th of February. Uh, exactly 30 years since David Gray first played in Whelan's back in 1994. Good afternoon, David Gray. Yes. Hello there, Ray. Yes, your past is catching up on you. Uh, it, it is, yeah. The past is another country with... <laughs> 
uh, less social media and no traffic. Uh, this is going to be exciting. Uh, I'm, it's the old me. I'm meeting the old me. <laughs> How was that for you? It's great, actually. Yeah, we did a little warm up in London uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, that was it. Was amazing. It's great to immerse yourself in the music. It's not some strange form of archaeology. I think when the songs wake up, they just take hold of me completely, and I end up right back there doing the the thing I used to do in the way that I used to do it. So it's a kind of full on rough and ready raw experience and we're trying to keep it that way really you know to honor honor the way those early gigs were so there's no teching i'm just doing my own guitars and all that stuff right because the temptation is you know with the 30 years and the advances in technology and the changes in you and your personality and mellowing and all that is to approach the songs differently yeah now we're, we're, we're trying to honor the way they are on the record i mean it's only that that very first show uh, in, on February the 4th, 1994, it was just me and Neil, mm. uh, Neil McCall on guard. But uh, the one we came back for a few months later had Kloon, with the one-armed Kloon uh, making his debut. Uh, so Kloon is with us. So it's me, Kloon and Neil. So we don't have a full band. So what we do with the songs, we, we're basing it more around the two acoustic guitar principle and trying to keep as close to the way the arrangements were on the record and the way that they developed yeah. live back then. So it's, yeah, it's it's very much uh, in keeping with how it used to be. It's very exciting for people who are going to be there who may have been at those early gigs 30 years ago. And of course, just like you and me and everybody else, time marches on and they have changed and they'll be probably meeting their, their younger selves as well. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah, something lives inside the music for everyone, yeah. whether you're a listener or whether you're playing it. Of course, I'm a listener too. So when I'm playing the song, I'm hearing it myself. And uh, this was a period of my life when I wrote these songs, when everything was up for grabs. I was, you know, a young man. I, I guess when I came here, I just got married. So there were love songs, there were breakup songs, there's, there's kind of political ranting, there's all the sort of jagged edges of what I was, a sort of not fully formed person just then. I was, I was still very raw and throwing myself into, so throwing myself into everything. Yeah. So uh, it, it's, 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 but the, the, the feeling that maybe the songs aren't as polished as they could be, like look, looking at them from a sort of, uh, you know, a, a perspective of having matured a bit as a recording artist and as a writer, but this, the feeling that's there is very real, and, and I think that that's why it's such a pleasure to sing them again. And um, I love this solution that, uh, of, of focusing on a couple of records or a record, like we did on the White Ladder thing. So this is kind of it's a continuation of the retrospective that seems to be in progress. <laughs> so walking into so. Whelan's then, walking back into Whelan's, because that was a moment for you. Uh, I, you know, I've you said it; it was life changing that 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 gig because you, you found your tribe, you found your audience that night yeah yeah it was immense i mean i can't overvalue it and and in a way these these gigs uh, uh those these records are almost like the most important ones it's when the spark sort of took hold and and suddenly there was some energy there coming from some other people that weren't just me <laughs> people took the music and they, and they ran with it and i had this response and uh, you know it was so hard in the uk i mean to, to just get any kind of feeling back, you know, there was the there was a bit of enthusiasm here and there, very small pockets of people, but when I came here, it, it just it just was just huge, and um, 
it did it, it did provide the structure and the support and the momentum that, that led, that's led to everything else. So that was a seismic moment for me. Yeah. That very first show here and the, the response from the audience when we walked on stage after the introduction from Pat Inglesby was it was a bigger response I'd ever had than ever coming off a stage and. Uh, I, I gave it absolutely everything I had until I'd either run out of guitar strings or songs or I couldn't sing anymore. So who's going to introduce you tonight then? I, I have nothing up my sleeve. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> maybe there's a surprise in the pipeline, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't thought of that yet. I, we've just been concentrating on trying to get the songs working. Yeah. So uh, I haven't thought of the intro. I'll, I'll, I'll get on to my team now. <laughs> uh, y- your daughter is now writing songs. Um, she is, yeah. Yeah, it's just because we're speaking to Charlie Chaplin's son later on, and I've been doing some research. <laughs> no, no, and I'm not putting you in the same <laughs> in the same group as Charlie Chaplin, but you, you are famous and you're very good at what you do. Uh, and stepping into that, into those shoes, difficult, I would imagine. Ooh. Does she feel any pressure? Has she communicated? I'm sure she you? does. Yeah. I, I, I'm just leaving her to it. And um, ah, you uh, must be giving her some advice. Uh, yeah, well, not 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 really advice, but uh, encouragement. I think you know, just uh, to throw herself into it if that's what she wants to do. And mm. uh, it's not a very easy world, the music world, the music industry. It's you know, it's opinionated, it's harsh, it's it's pretty tough going. Really, you've got to really love what you do. So uh, it's that that moment you have on stage has got to be something so important to you that the rest of it, you 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 can learn somehow to develop a thick enough skin to to let all that wash off you. Because the the important thing is what happens with you and the audience and the songs. So she's right at the beginning. She's very very young. Uh, I'm not really trying to tilt her this way or that way. Just uh, she's she's actually done some singing for me on my new record because ah. uh, I wanted to not hear my own backing vocals. So we've we've used her on the, on the three songs on the new album to 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 sort of to add a, a kind of a, a female voice in there that and it, it's really worked. So that that was really funny uh, <laughs> putting her under the microscope with dad. I I find it impossible not to to show the way I feel. So it's <laughs> thankfully I've got a producer who's very sort of clever and artful and, and gentle and, and encouraging. Well, it's, I, I don't have to say anything negative. I just kind of frown on the sofa <laughs> and, until she's got it right. right. But yeah, so she's, she's right at the beginning of the whole thing. So I don't know where it's going to go for yeah. it. Um, but it, uh, it, it's, it's, it's an, an interesting thing. Isn't there some science around, you know, if you share genes with somebody, the, the harmonies are sweeter, nicer, more natural? I, well, it, it's interesting. I had a lovely moment when Flo was first, she just taught herself the piano. And she was playing the chord. She's got a lovely, very gentle style, not very like me. And she's attracted to all these kind of, I guess it's maybe the music she listens to, but she's a, these kind of jazzy chords. And she was putting these two chords together on the piano. I said, oh, I just walked into the kitchen. This was years ago. She was only about 13, 14. And I said, oh, I like those chords. I said, oh, I'll keep playing them. And I happened to have my guitar there. And I just basically played a note through them. I played a little chord that kind of clashed a little mm. bit with the second one. 
but she wasn't put off by it. She liked it, so she kind of kept going. We had a little jam. Right. And that was quite amazing because it, the fact that she wasn't thrown by the fact I didn't go to the second chord with her, I stayed yeah. where I was. She had the natural feel for that. Uh, that was obviously something we shared. Definitely, That's definitely genetic. Yeah, what a lovely the, thing to do with your... With the, your... The, the cure gene. It was the sort of Robert Smith kind of vibes. Right. I was, that's what I was channeling anyway. So <laughs> she... she, she, uh, she, she uh, so that was, yeah, that was a very sweet moment. Yeah. And that's, that's definitely true. There is some kind of sympathy there, musical sympathy that's, that's in the blood. Mm. Uh, so I was on your TikTok there. You, you mentioned the album. So you were there in Air Studio was it putting down the the brass and the woodwind and the the uh, the strings so it's a there's some lush production on yeah, it yeah i th- this next record i've really gone deep i would say that um i've pushed further in all directions simultaneously so there's a kind of some of the depth of production um ben de defries that uh, i've been working with on the last two albums skellig and golden the brass age He's really come of age and I've encouraged him to sort of take the ideas as far as he can. Hmm. So like some of the orchestration, uh, but it's not, I don't think it's just gratuitous. We're not just throwing, throwing things on because it sounds posher. <laughs> I think uh, it, it's, it's because we've kind of developed the ideas and, and he's a very sophisticated voicer of music and has a real ear like his dad for these kind of orchestrations. So it, it felt like it needed it. We've, we've taken uh, what we did on like sa- a song like Sapling on Golden the Brass yeah, Age, lovely. where we had this lovely horn arrangement there. We've kind of developed uh, a, a couple of things a bit further than that, I suppose. So right. it's, it, that's been really, really rewarding. So I, I feel incredibly proud and privileged to have made this record with him because we've poured so many hundreds of hours into it. It's just the first batch of songs from the COVID sort of lag period. There's another record that's waiting to be finished once we've completed this one. So wow. there's, there's going to be a lot of music coming out over the next few years. It's right. going to be busy. You're prolific. I see you're off to Carnegie Hall in March as well for the Sinead and Shane concert. I am, yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And that's provided an opportunity to play a couple of American shows for the Century Ends tour as well. Uh-huh. So uh, it's going to be quite a week. It's absolutely back to back. I've got a show of my own. Then I've got rehearsals for the Shade and Sinead, uh, Shane and Sinead show. And then another gig of my own before uh-huh. I come back again. So that's going to be absolutely mega. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'll be doing one one song by Shane and one by Sinead. I've picked uh, my favourites from both of them, so I've been very lucky to get in there early and Go on, my songs. tell us which ones. Uh, I'm, the Old Main Drag is my favourite ah, Pope yes, song. Yes. And um, the, the, the Sinead song is Three Babies, so there's a real link between the two of them. They've both got unforgettable voices and a very visceral way of writing. I feel that... Um, Sinead as well as Shane like they pull no punches it's not just from the heart it's from the gut mm. and uh, uh, they're very brave uh, confrontational writers uh, really taking everything to you so it's it's actually a lovely pairing uh, to, to have a song by each. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been, provided me an opportunity actually to go and listen to all their music again, which I've been doing over the last couple of months too. So that's going to be a real honour. Uh, I think when... Uh, you know, massive talents like this bow out. Uh, it's it's important to celebrate them in a way that's uh, appropriate uh, and uh, and full blooded, and that's what I'm going to try and do. Have you got a chance to listen to Haunted? They're duet. They're oh, duet. duet. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah. I, I do know that song. Yeah, yeah no, uh, it's, and it's, I wonder. 
I wonder who's going to perform that yes. on the night. I'm yeah. sure it will get performed. Yeah, I don't know the lineup yet. Uh-huh. Uh, I was I was on the website there. It doesn't say it. It says it says it on the the website, but it it ain't there. Just just one thing. I was reading the interview in the the culture section of the uh, Sunday Times at the weekend. And one of the things that struck me was that uh, you were talking about internalizing your success after White Ladder. Yeah. What was that? So you, you wanted to break out, but you didn't. Is that it? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to give me a bit more context. I, no, I, yeah, I, I, but, no. You, 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 that's what. That's the quote. It's. it's uh, you, you were talking about um, what happened after White Ladder. Uh, well, I, I, they, yeah. I mean, the, it, so you were saying you didn't. You didn't buy a Ferrari. I think that was part of the quote. No, totally. Yeah, I, I, that's not my type. For me, rather than showing it on the outside with, uh, you know supermodel Ferrari move yeah. uh, I you know I basically yeah I, I tried very hard not to let it take me over in that way I felt entirely wrong to do so so I've kind of hung on to my friendship group and I, I just didn't fall into that world but that in itself poses the, just a different set of problems so you, you've got to come to terms with it somehow uh, I think that when the world is your oyster as you as you'd expect people you know you know, they rash with it, you know, they, they, they kind of, they just lunge in and it sort of takes them over and then they get a bit lost in there. I didn't, mine went internal and then I, it took a lot of years to work all that through. But uh, huh. it's, I mean, I'm so far in the future now from all those things that it's, it's been amazing returning to, well, I turned, returned to the White Ladder tour, obviously, to mm. look at that music very closely uh, and give it its due. And, and now to go even further back to the very, yeah. the very first room in the retrospective exhibition, <laughs> the, uh, the Century Ends room. <laughs> and the exhibition it's, starts tonight in Wheelands. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's, it's, quite a, it's quite a thing. It's, 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 a, it's a wonderful right. thing. I feel very lucky. Uh, will you do it uh, as it is on the album, um, the Century Ends? start with shine uh, no no, with it. no, no. no, it's, no. It's, a, it's more the, the, that first Whelan show wasn't just Century Ends it was Flesh the yeah. songs from Flesh because that was just about to come out so um, it, it will be the same sort of mix up there'll be songs like What Are You and Coming Down and things like that from those early records so that's, the whole of Century Ends will get played tonight and uh, there'll be a, a few B-sides and quite a lot of songs from Flesh it's about 20, 21 tracks great Great. You're looking forward to it. Mm. Very much so, yeah. I, I think I've got to kind of get my, you know, head in gear and, and look after my voice. This is going yes. to be so intense. When I'm singing these songs, they just, as I say, they take hold of me so so strongly that I find myself enacting them in the same way I did when I was 30 years younger. Yeah. And that places something of a strain on the vocal cords, okay. uh, fingers and everything else. So um, I've got to sort of, I've got to try and... Do what I, I've got to get through these four nights and make sure I'm still firing on all cylinders by the on last one. On Sunday. Well, we let you go then uh, for the sound check. Lovely talking to you and uh, enjoy the four nights. Uh, sold out, obviously, uh, a long time ago. Uh, and the lucky ones will be there tonight through the Sunday night. Thanks, David. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. Bye, Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. But that I must Maybe I feel 
like I've been gathering dust I must leave this highway for the sea I'm too young to settle down I make a home But I don't know where I'm wanting to be I just know I have to be there alone Stole my time Thank you.